0: Hey, hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Thriving Minds podcast with your host, Walter Parada, where we strive to provide you with empowering talks so you can live to thrive. And today's episode is about the six human needs. So beyond the basic things like air, water, food and shelter, we all have what's known as the six human needs. And this is what drives us daily for why we make certain choices and why we end up feeling the way we do. They help us to do some great things, but they can also cause some suffering. The six needs are certainty, variety, significance, love and connection, growth, and contribution. We all have a need for each one, but certain ones are what really motivate us to do what we do. They vary to different degrees, but one of them really grips us. And when you come to find out what your biggest need is, you better understand what makes you tick. You'll know what makes you happy and and sad. It's almost like you can step outside yourself for a little bit to see how things are connected. And it gives you a greater sense of how to approach things going forward. How our needs are formed comes from many of our experiences early on as when we were young we're a lot more impressionable. The lack of or reinforcement of certain things Shapes what it is we're striving for. Sometimes the need is developed because it hurts us. So we run to ease that pain. Or because it brings us joy. Maybe having a lack of love early on can make somebody long for it. That makes them be more loving and wanting to make meaningful connections. Or that certainty is what was always part of growing up that drives you to be safe. Whatever it might be, your human need can be fulfilling where you can channel it properly. Not knowing what your need is and not being able to harness it properly can leave an empty feeling no matter what's accomplished. So the core need of certainty requires the need to feel secure and safe about what is to come. This need is that survival mechanism that helps us ensure that we have enough to drink and eat, to have a home that we can live our lives in and feel safe about it, that our health is in good condition. So, having things stay the same gives a sense of control in what's an uncontrollable world. That feeling of knowing you can count on people, situations, and things being there at all times, it gives you peace of mind that it's still there. This need makes one more organized and consistently follows through on things. Having a plan such as a schedule or a map of things helps to ease those nerves as it means it can help reduce certain unknowns. This desire for consistency makes it harder to be adaptable and what we know is that life will always change in some way. And with this change comes that uncomfortableness of modifying how you can do things to keep up with change. So the driver of certainty is to avoid pain, constantly needing to be in that comfort zone. Decisions will mainly be driven by, how can I not get hurt? And if taken to the extreme, it could lead to living in fear. While the thinking is, no, I'm not going to take on new experiences because it can mean me not having a good time that's going to damage my confidence, or it can lead to being seriously hurt, like doing a backflip. Sometimes, this can mean missing out on great opportunities like getting the chance to live in a new environment, a different part of the country, or a different country entirely. And this can lead to being a little bit closed-minded to think or do things that what you value. This can fall into obsessive behaviors where people, things, and situations must be on a rigid schedule if not, it can cause one to panic and make things bigger than what they actually are. If that is the case, where certainty is what drives you, you can leverage it to your advantage. Having that quality of being organized and detail-oriented is very important to actually get things done with excellence because you're ensuring that you're following through on what you set for yourself and for others. That consistency gives off a high level of transparency So others know what you expect of them and they expect of you. To help manage that need for certainty where it does not become a problem. Make it a habit to every now and then just do something a little bit different. So you get the chance to experience that uncomfortableness at a low level. That's not going to dissuade you from trying new things where it's not going to scare you off from avoiding taking any risk at all. Sometimes, when things go consistently right all the time, and then things go unexpectedly wrong, it can cause someone with this need of certainty to really just flip out because they've probably forgotten what it's like to experience that feeling of things not panning out to their expectations. So just a quick example, if you're expecting a certain package to arrive on a specific date, yet it comes a day later and the timing is really not that crucial, then being a day or two late is not that big of a deal. Things in life are not always going to go our way. And just because they don't, that's not a reason to throw a fit because it can get us all worked up for something that in the long run is really not going to matter. Think about it. In four years and 12 years, is that moment in time really going to mean that much? So let's move on to the next need, which is variety. This helps some people get excited that that unknown creates a feeling of anxiousness that is actually something that they're striving for, where it keeps one interested as there is a tendency to become bored very quickly. They'll be spontaneous where they might quit their job at a moment's notice. They might make a huge bet of $100,000 or taking a road trip at the last minute where it's solely about living in the moment and the future is not considered or at least it's not that important. That expected consistency is a real big turn off that makes them seek something else just out of the urge to try it. This can lead to taking a lot bigger risk that can be very dangerous. This tends to be those thrill seekers who might take it to extremes of swimming with sharks or jumping from one building to another where that adrenaline is what they're constantly chasing and when it becomes about that big wave of emotion that just explodes, it can also cause a big letdown when you don't have it, where it depletes your dopamine levels and each time you reach a new high, it only means that you'll need something much higher just to feel at that same level. So the simple things will be taken for granted, such as your favorite foods or a hug from your loved one or getting the opportunity to just be around people that you enjoy. And if it does get to this point, that's where things that are great in our lives are forgotten about, where it becomes all about trying to fill that emptiness that's never going to be enough. Sometimes we ourselves just create that hollowness that makes us long for something more. If variety is your top need, then making sure to give yourself an allowance of risk can be very beneficial to you. This helps to satisfy that urge of that unknown that is not depleting your dopamine levels, that you can still feel that sense of happiness and joy that you get from the simple things. Being able to just stop and think about things in the long run can give you a better idea of how you can sustain that excitement. So instead of just quitting a job at a moment's notice without really thinking it through, you can tailor it to where maybe you do understand that you need to mix it up, and you can stay at a job For maybe a year or two or three to almost experience that boredom so it can propel you into something else. But you give yourself enough cushion to be able to stick with things. And this can actually be a really huge asset because it keeps you engaged and it builds something over the long run. So this can make you more diversified because of all those different experiences that you have. But you have enough wisdom to dial back that need of needing to feel a rush constantly. Come to view boredom as a necessity to help you recharge and refocus yourself. Almost where you're building up pressure so even the small things become exciting. Let's move on and talk about significance. We all in some way need to feel significant because that's what in a way gives us our sense of being unique. Which we all are that the people who acknowledge and appreciate us makes us feel that we matter. Recognition is what drives this need to be seen and heard. This provides that sense of validation that we or our efforts are worthy. So if we think about external rewards such as trophies, awards, money, or being acknowledged by a large crowd, this helps drive home that point that it's all about the end. This way of measuring success makes us feel more significant. So the more amount of money that is made or having a higher title or being known as one of the top or the top person in your field reinforces that I am somebody. And it's natural for others to notice. That attention can be motivating. Those with significance as their biggest need are out to be successful as their competitive spirit comes out And that makes them more noticeable. This is great because it makes them better in their chosen field. While we all have natural talents and gifts, it won't matter if they're not developed. That competitive nature can make up for that lack of natural talent and gifts. It's almost like it closes the gap from where you are to where you want to be. As with anything else, excess can be a detriment. And others making us feel good should not be the primary driver of what makes us feel significant. But they are a supplement. Too much emphasis put on needing others to acknowledge us clouds us from why we're doing it. We will not understand if it is done out of the want internally or the need to be seen by others. If we happen to lose ourselves in this type of need, what we do becomes how we define ourselves, where that success or that lack of it is ultimately what we might see ourselves as. So in the case of if you're the best engineer in all the region, and that's all you see yourself as, then significant carries too much weight that determines how well you feel about yourself. And eventually, there'll come the day where somebody else is going to be known as the best in whatever your field is. So is that going to make you any less significant because of it? If it is, it might be a great time to dial back how much emphasis is put on it. Come to see significance as valuing yourself for who you are, And of course you can celebrate your abilities and accomplishments because you position yourself for them. But don't let them be the face of how you see yourself. Our desire to feel good about ourselves motivates us to push forward for something ambitious, something more than what we're doing right now. It is a great thing to strive for something more because it pushes our limits and helps us realize what we're capable of. Embrace celebrating other people's victories as this signals a quiet, Strong confidence that you're not threatened by others and can share the spotlight. It's actually going to make everyone better because at the core, it's being significant together. The fourth need is connection and love. Now this one is obvious. We all need this to live a healthy, balanced life because when we feel that we're cared for, we have a greater sense of value in ourselves and we go at things with much greater emphasis. It makes the relationships that we have so much more fulfilling because it's based on a level of accepting each other as is, that there's no precondition to be worthy of love. We are social creatures, and when we have that connection and love, we're able to operate with a greater sense of assurance of ourselves. Where if we had a bad day or things have gone wrong, those people in our lives are there to help us in our times of need. But They're also there for us to celebrate the opportunities we're afforded with each other. Those who have connection and love as their top need tend to be very loyal to those that they love. They're able to be more willing to share what they have to show that level of commitment. But sometimes those relationships we find ourselves in are not that of equal parts where one gives more than the other and the more generous person tends to be taken advantage of. This could lead us to become unaware that we've given more of ourselves that might be sacrificing our own well-being. So constantly trying to make our loved ones happy at the cost of making ourselves happy means we could lose sight of who we are. We might not even realize that we've become lost in that shuffle as it becomes more and more difficult saying no to their needs, saying no to their wants instead of focusing on being more connected with ourselves. This might happen in a situation where you have a strong desire to go ahead and have a day just for yourself to, to just relax and unwind, but in being taken advantage of, the person who's receiving more than they're giving will gladly say, can you do this for me instead? I really need you. And guilt might propel you to drop everything because it means that's what love is. That you have to put them before yourself. Connection and love should be beneficial to both sides. Not one serving the needs of the other. We got to come to evaluate our situations. And just recognize that there are times to be selfish. Because selfish means getting yourself right. So you can be more caring and giving to others. Instead of sucking out all your great energy that people really need. The fifth need is that of growth. And I love this one. It's about striving to be better where it's focused on the journey, knowing that we're not a finished product so we can evolve to learn new things and enhance our experiences. This gives us the freedom to be able to pursue something so much more greater without being restricted by the fear of failure. That failure is actually part of the process that fuels growth. Being able to experience that uncomfortableness allows us to be more resourceful And find ways to figure things out. It means that we're not ever fully prepared. But that doesn't ever stop us. Those with this as their biggest need tend to challenge the norms. And are very independent. It can be frustrating at times. Because consensus is not going to be on the side of those leading the way in a sense. Where those norms are set in place. So others can follow. And it's going to feel very isolating to be on this path. Or at least it can. One thing to remember is that the norms were put in place by people who were looking for growth. So today it's very normal to ride in a car, travel on an airplane, or use the internet to gain whatever information we need. But this was all advanced by people who wanted growth. And at those times, they didn't just accept the status quo of a horse and buggy or traveling by ship or of just not knowing things, they pushed the boundaries and said, there's something beyond this, and we're going to work to make it happen. It's going to feel maddening at times, where maybe you do question, is something wrong with me? But there isn't. That just means you're constantly looking for how things can be done better. How can we improve? This is obviously going to rattle a lot of cages. Many people are going to become frustrated Or threatened by this type of behavior. And you shouldn't let that deter you from constantly seeking growth. Avoid conforming. Because it means hiding the greatness within you. There's that great saying. If you're not growing, you're dying. That if you're not constantly improving yourself. You're leaving yourself further behind. Because change will catch up to those not getting better. In your pursuit of growth. It's going to be important to be able to catch your breath. So you can regroup when you become frustrated because there's going to come times where it's not happening fast enough. There can be a tendency to become very icy where people might see you as aloof and, and maybe a bit too much to handle. So by being able to harness that energy to better connect with people, they can help fuel your growth. Like anything great that is built, It requires a team working together, so be more willing to work with others instead of forcing them to. So patience is going to be key if this is part of your, your need. The sixth and final need is contribution, where you have the need to make a difference in whatever capacity you choose to do. That the need for something bigger than yourself is so much more compelling that draws you closer to it. This gives you a big burning desire to continuously give your all to your cause of interest where your compassion just wants to be there to help anybody in need. In feeling this need, you are a lot less concerned with the individual status and you're more focused on your willingness to add value in whatever way you can. This gives you peace of mind each and every day knowing that you're doing meaningful work That's making a huge impact. Whether it's on a few people. Or on a massive scale. This is why some people become doctors. As they're trying to help those suffering from a health issue. Or why people join or start a charity. Because they have the urge to use their abilities. So others can benefit. People who have this as their biggest need. Are quick to help those who really need it. Willing to give up what they have. So others can be well off. But that same type of manner can be taken advantage of. Some people might prey on those who have such generosity in their heart. That they might take them for whatever they can. They might be deprived of their time or money. Or whatever resources that makes it unsustainable to fill that need. They might even become resentful if they've been drained of that energy where almost they become wounded from those past experiences. That optimism then turns to pessimism, thinking that everybody's trying to pull a fast one on them. To help safeguard against this from happening, just be aware of those that truly need you, instead of just trusting them at their word. Actually follow through on the resources allocated to the people that use them. Find out if somebody's looking for a handout, or if they're willing to work for it, And they just might need a little bit of assistance to get going. Many people would like better things in their life. But how many of them are truly willing to work for it? Being able to decipher between them helps sustain that passion that you have for the wonderful need to give back. This need is so admirable because it makes us all better. Where we all make a little bit of time to give something beyond what impacts us individually. And over time... That can add up to massive results. Understanding these human needs helps us better understand our own behaviors. Once we can understand which one or two really drives us to do what we do, we have a clearer picture of how we can live more meaningful. You'll know specifically what makes you happy and what makes you feel down. If your needs are not being met, obviously this is going to impact how you feel about yourself. So if you know that certainty is what's really needed and many things are happening at a schedule or unpredictably, then this is going to make you feel like you have no impact. You can set specific goals or plans to tailor to your needs, but leave some room to wiggle. You know, there's going to be many times where you're just going to have to become adaptable. It might not play out exactly how you see it, but just kind of go with the flow at times. Or if the need is for connection and love, you can be intentful by wanting to spend most of your time with people who you feel most connected with and have a home that is loving where you know that they're there to support you in whatever you choose. It doesn't have to be very specific with certain numbers or a certain timeline, but just having a general idea gets you headed in the right direction so you can live more fulfilled and avoid being taken advantage of. Each of these needs has its benefits and drawbacks to them, so it's going to be very important to find that balance where you can harness the power that you have to fill those needs. We're all not meant to be happy and joyful all the time, just like we're not all meant to be in a down mood all the time, but each one is needed in certain periods to help us enjoy those simple things in our lives, so those times that we're bored, it doesn't mean that anything is wrong. Being able to have that tolerance to say, you know what, there are certain periods that things are uneventful and I just have to have enough patience to stick with it because eventually something that I'm going to do is going to be very exciting and it's going to make it that much more enjoyable or that tumultuous time or times of uncertainty might seem fearful, but that's what's helping you loosen up to not be so rigid Of things needing to go a certain way for it to work out. Sometimes we get thrown off balance to remind us, wake up, because there are periods where we tend to sleepwalk through things and it becomes mundane. Many times, all we really need is periods of reflection where we come to ask ourselves specific and important questions, such as, What's bothering me? Why am I feeling empty? or how can I live more fulfilled, being able to take this time to be alone with your thoughts, to find the root cause of what's bothering you, and not merely treating the symptom, ensures that you get out of your own way to live on purpose instead of on accident. I strongly encourage you to find out what your biggest need is, because when you do, it's almost like things just open up, and it just becomes so much more obvious. Well, it's that time again. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're interested in more topics like this, become a Thriving Minds member at www.thrivingminds.live. It's your personal development tool to help you live empowered, building that right mindset so you can thrive. All right, until next time.